Today is Monday, June 5th, 2023. This is Quick Start from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. A Christian arrested at a Pride event for protesting in a disturbing video. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, share it with a friend. You can email us, quickstartpodcast at cbn.org. We'd love to hear from you. As we're getting through the news with Cray each and every weekday at 7 a.m. Joining me now, Billy Hallowell. What's going on on this Monday, Billy? How you doing? I, I'm ready for the news of the Cray. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to dive right in. It is today. This video we're going to talk about coming up. We're, we're still finding out the details on it. There's, it's still kind of raw and we're, we're trying to confirm things, but it is very, very disturbing to see what happened there. We'll discuss here in a minute. And you have the story of a student who wasn't allowed to walk at graduate graduation. What happened there? Yeah, it's an Idaho high school student who made some comments about gender that were not appreciated, apparently, and he was precluded from walking at his graduation. Crazy. Well, the details there. And also, we talked to Kirk Cameron last week about his new kids book, Pride Comes Before the Fall. That's getting quite a reaction there. So we'll have our discussion with Kirk coming up. Always, always great to catch up with Kirk. But first, we're going to get through the news here in 90 seconds. A sonic boom was heard across Washington, D.C. on yesterday afternoon. Military jets, they raced to respond after a private jet became unresponsive and ended up crossing into restricted airspace. And then it later crashed, killing all four people on board, tragically. And the owner of the company where the plane was registered told media uh, yesterday that it was his daughter, his two-year-old granddaughter, and their nanny, as well as the pilot who were on board this plane. His name is John Rumple of Encore Motors. He's a pilot himself, and he said he hoped the family didn't suffer. His wife, Barbara Rumple, posted videos of their daughter and granddaughter on Facebook, and she grieved that my family's gone, my daughter and my granddaughter. She's, she's known for her work um, for gun rights including being part of the NRA's Women's Leadership Council since 2002. An arrest was made at a Pride event in Pennsylvania as disturbing video shows a Christian protester at an event protesting uh, this Pride event, and he got cuffed And after exchanging words with a police officer. This happened at City Hall in Reading City, and um, a, another Christian happened upon the scene and videoed the whole incident. And I could feel the presence of the Lord. A valedictorian shares the gospel at graduation. We'll have that uh, story over at cbnnews.com. You can check that out there. It's there now. Um, and you can check out those stories and more over at cbnnews.com. That one, Billy, is sort of the juxtaposition of your story here coming up in a minute that this valedictorian actually shared the gospel uh, pretty straightforward, but. Uh, you're going to be talking about one here in a minute where uh, they didn't quite get that same freedom of speech. Yeah, well, you know, and it's it's so interesting when you look at these stories because a lot of these young people, they're told, don't say anything. You're not welcome to give any perspective whatsoever. You know, but it's like if you've earned that position, yeah. you've gotten up there. And I know that gets tricky. I love seeing people who are bold and they share their faith. And I mean, gosh, what what an amazing opportunity and platform to do just that at a graduation. Like yeah, that. but yeah, right. But just like you said, you've earned that opportunity. And who, who is the school to say how you can talk about how you got there to that spot? 
Um, it, it shouldn't matter what it is that got you there. You think got you there. You should be allowed to say it. Um, but apparently, exactly. apparently that's yeah. not the case in every in every instance. But I also wanted a quick chat about this this video, Billy. And as we always do, we're going to verify as best we can, and we're still in the process of that now. But but this video shot from Pennsylvania over the weekend and showing a pride rally at the city hall in Reading City, and these Christian protesters were out there. It was not a very large event. It was actually a fairly smaller size event from what you could see in the video and again we're we're still working on the details but as best as you can tell in the video the officers and this christian protester they exchange some words and clearly they're disagreeing but there there's no there's no pushing there's no physical contact there's no nothing it looks like just talking and you can see the officer just turn at one point and just i don't know what triggered him but just from the words that were said and he turned around and he ran and cuffs this guy and we don't know the details of what happened yet if he was released or if he was indeed charged so we're gonna we're gonna get those details but uh, this is the stuff billy that we've normally seen you know we, we've shown a lot of these type videos in like canada right in the uk and we've constantly said you've got to stand up and and protect because our rights to speak out because they're doing it there it will happen here if we don't have our guard up and I hope that's not the start of this now with what we're seeing in this video. Well, yeah, I mean, we've had numerous. I think the craziest one is the woman praying silently outside of the abortion clinic arrested. You know, twice she's had run-ins now. And when you look at that, you say, oh, that it's got to be a conspiracy theory. That can't be true, right? And and we know that this is happening other places. And so, you know, the idea that it will happen here or would happen here is not out of the question in light of that. But we, you know, we got to verify details and all that. But Man, you know, free speech, it's been under attack for a long time, and I think we're really starting to see the manifestation of that, again, in other places, the danger of allowing that to, to happen the way that it has. Yeah, absolutely. And and truth is really under attack, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast. People say, oh, why are you talking about this issue uh, so often? And it's like, well, we're, first of all, Christians aren't the ones really forcing this issue. It's being forced upon culture, and then not only just this idea that's coming out of these new gender ideologies. It's not like just an idea that's happily being floated out by some people. We're being told that if we don't agree with this, we're bigots and we're going to get banned from social media and maybe we'll get handcuffed at an event if we disagree with somebody. That's the way it's being set up. And and that's, that's the reason, one of the reasons why people need to stand up and are standing up because truth matters. And it does. It really does. And you, you can't live in a society, at least one that's functioning properly, if you deny basic truths, which is what is happening today. So I think you're just going to keep seeing more and more people realize this and start voicing their mind, their opinion on this. And so uh, we need to be praying for that as as these stories inevitably continue and these clashes continue to happen. So... We're going to move over, and this is kind of a related, really related to both those stories here, your story, Billy, where an Idaho high school student who's been at the center of controversy now after his school district reportedly refused to let him walk at graduation over comments made about gender. So what's the story here? 
Yeah, this story is is actually complex. <laughs> There's a lot of different factors here, but this is Kellogg High School senior Travis Lore. Um, he he has said that he was disallowed from walking after breaking from a script during an event for underclassmen. Uh, basically. He, he and other seniors, they lined up and they were giving advice to other students at the school who were not seniors, younger students. And he apparently said, you know, and again, they each had a script. What's unclear is whether or not this script was approved beforehand. It seems as though it may have been, according to some of the sources, approved. And then he went off script during, you know, while giving his advice. But he apparently said, Guys are guys and girls are girls. There is no in between. That was, you know, the line that mm-hmm. he, you know, purportedly said during this event. And uh, he has spoken out about this. He said, "quote I think a lot of people thought that my statement was against people or against groups, and it wasn't targeted at any groups." That statement has sparked quite a controversy in the community there in Idaho. And he. Um, you know, tra- tragically, he was not able to walk at graduation mm-hmm. as part of this. So so lots of different elements of it. But that's sort of the gist of, of how he came to this place of not being able to walk. Wow. Unbelievable. And what's the community doing? How have they responded to the refusal to let him walk? Well, that's that's where things get really interesting because the community has has shown up. Uh, there were reports of about a hundred people protesting uh, on Friday, holding all sorts of signs. There's video um, chanting, "Let him walk, let him walk." There's a conservative outlet, um, I think the Idaho Tribune. They had you know covered some of this. So you could see that video, and he was part of those protests too, with the goal of trying to get him to be able to to walk at graduation. And graduation has already past and as far as we know he he didn't walk um but but there are a couple of other things that have gone on initially graduation was actually postponed because there were fears apparently um that that there would be violence or issues as a result of this this became such a big issue so the district on uh, friday put out a statement uh saying hey you know we're postponing graduation over this and then they sort of secretly met with the families and the students and then ended up hosting a graduation on saturday so and they kind of kept the time and everything under wraps so this this again big community issue but the other thing he received a lot of support from students there was apparently a walkout on friday over this so there mm. were students who felt this was not the right approach to not allow him uh, to walk wow and i would imagine that the people who made this decision and those who support that decision i would imagine well i'm interested to know what are they doing what are they saying in response to all this you know, this this is interesting. And again, this is where things get complicated. And I think it's important as we are reporting stories that we talk about the fact that there are often two sides, right? One of the complications in this particular story and others like it is that there's apparently uh, you know, legislation law, federal law that doesn't allow the district to comment on an incident that involves one Student, It's the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act um, that in order for the district to comment on this, as far as I understand, the student, because he's 18 years old, would have to give them the ability to do that. He'd have to waive his rights under that law. And as far as we know, that hasn't happened. So the district isn't saying a whole a whole lot because they can't. Uh, but what you are seeing are you know, at least one outlet, um, the Shoshone News Press said that, you know, when you heard from people who were at the event, who were teachers and educators, 
they are saying reportedly that, hey, this kid was, they were all warned not to go off script. He's being punished because he went off script, not because of what he said. Uh, they were very clear about this with the seniors that they should not go off script. Um, you know, of course, there's some debate about whether or not that's true, but also, and this is important now, and I want to be careful with this, but the student, Lore, he was reportedly part of a senior prank that involved toilet paper, a dead turkey, and some messaging being scrawled on brick walls. You know, seniors do pranks, and he was apparently in the group that that partook in that. And so he was already in some trouble, and he sort of had to walk a straight line before graduation, according to this one report. And he's actually apparently openly talked about this as well. But he said, hey, I haven't had a problem all year. This was a group thing, you know, the prank. It didn't have anything to do with this other issue. But we have to bring those things up because they are they are important potentially to understanding the broader story. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like uh, that is a bit of a stretch for them to try to lump those two incidents in and uh, like we said, you know, you, you, you get that honor, you know, you should be able to speak, but, um, it's troubling. And, um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Billy, when you see, because he says, well, or at least the school says that they would, um, he went off the script, right? This is the big excuse, but why would you go off script? Most likely because you know that they were going to not let you say that they were going to censor that out and it makes you wonder would they have had this same reaction if he would have gone off script quote unquote in the opposite direction saying that you know trans men are women too or whatever it is they whatever it is that right they say when right. they tried in the reverse direction well, hundred percent, and I think that's the that has been brought up a number of times in this. Hey, if this were you know BLM or some other issue, right. and he said something, would anybody have cared? You know, it sounded like, and again, this is an eighteen-year-old being thrown into the spotlight. You know that he was trying to give advice, and I, I can't speak for him about the confusion that he sees unfolding mm. among young people. Right? It sounded like there was something to this that he was trying to speak up on that mattered to him. You know, and if you're asking people to give advice, that's the advice they want to give. You know, it's yeah. it's interesting. I, I mean, but I, I also want to mention a bus driver was reportedly fired also for showing up in pro to protest and support. So wow. you've got this bus driver now, and that's a whole other story who they're, they're raising money for. And I don't know the full story there, but we do know that there's at least a give, send, go crowdfunding effort um, for him. And, and by the way, this kid also lost his job. He was supposed to start a job um, for the summer helping fight wildland forest fires. And he claims that that job was rescinded in the midst of all of this. So it's 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 a crazy situation. It is. And especially, you know, somewhere like Idaho, you'd think maybe it's not exactly considered the secular liberal bastion of the world, but still happening out there. Things like this. I mean, it causes you to scratch your head and say, oh, oh wait a minute, maybe this is a little more widespread than we had uh, originally thought. Well, um, that is, it's troubling, but uh, the stuff we've got to keep tabs on, as we've been saying, because you got to know where culture is at right now and the types of things that are happening when you dare to speak truth. So we're going to have to move on here, Billy, but appreciate you bringing that one and to the main thing now. And Kirk Cameron has a new kids book out and the timing of it is certainly uh, very, very interesting as his book is called Pride Comes Before the Fall and it teaches kids about the biblical idea of pride and, and what it actually means. And it's it's one of the seven deadly sins, not something to be celebrated as it is all month this month by some. And so we caught up with Kirk and talked about 
how he's bringing this message to kids all across America at libraries and other places. And uh, it's a great conversation. And we'll give you some of that here on today's main thing. You have been you have been all over America, literally um, in, the, in recent months. You've had two kids books, your latest hit June 1st. And of course, in light of the topic that we are discussing today, Pride Comes Before the Fall. That's the title of the book. I have to ask you, what has led you in this direction of writing these books, of speaking to families so openly? Too much coffee. <laughs> this has got me on the road. Uh, you know, I, I can't sleep and I got, <laughs> I need to read books to children about virtue and about wisdom. I am like everyone else who loves God, who loves their family, who's concerned about your kid's future and the future of America, concerned about the direction our culture has been heading for decades. And while we do live in the greatest country in the world, we're based and built on biblical principles. We have historical heroes that thrill us, like uh, the pilgrims and uh, Martin Luther King and George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and, and others, not perfect men, but men who understood principles that led to freedom, liberty, blessing, protection. And there is a need for a new generation of liberty men and women to rise up, and I want to be counted among them. So what do I do? Uh, start by, by rooting the sin out of my own heart, because if I don't do that, I've disqualified myself for doing anything bigger than uh, getting my own house in order. Love my wife, raise my kids, and then use the opportunities I can to shine light in the darkness. And I've been traveling the country reading books to children uh, in public libraries. The first one was called As You Grow, about biblical wisdom and the fruit of the spirit. And my newest one is called Pride Comes Before the Fall. And it's a book teaching kids about the value and importance of humility. Uh, as you mentioned, pride is all the rage, they say, this month. And my book comes out on June 1st, the first day of June, just in time for kids who are getting out of school and parents who are putting together summer reading programs so that their kids can learn about stuff that will uh, equip them in their life to be healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and it's, look, it's imperative as parents for us to, to really bear down and teach this stuff because, um, as we often talk about on this show, I mean, there are these places that culture and faith intersect and there there are things that bleed into the church and we want to make sure we're we're providing a biblical basis for the way we see the world and when pride is celebrated as something that's so great um it's clearly written about differently in the bible god views it as differently i mean it's very much i uh, see if you agree with this kirk pride i think is a precursor to most almost every other sin or most of the sins anyway. Do you agree with that? 100%. Man, that's that's spot on. Um, we look at the seven deadly sins. So check them out. Um, greed is bad. Gluttony is bad. Uh, sloth, wrath, envy, lust are all bad, but none of them are as deadly as pride. Pride, it's been said, is at the base of all great mistakes. Jesus said he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven because in his pride, he tried to overthrow God and steal his glory. And that's exactly what pride does. It feeds the me monster. It's, it's self-focus. Another word for pride is selfishness. What's the antidote? Humility. The Bible says if you exalt yourself, you will be humbled. 
And if you humble yourself, you will be exalted. So let God lift you up. And that is the pathway to relational health with each other, right? When I say, Billy, you before me, Dan, you before me, I'm not all about myself. And more importantly, relational health with God. God, you get the glory. I'm not trying to steal it for myself. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm fueled by gratitude for what you did for me. And now I'm on mission to advance the good and shine the light. Humility is what kids need to be, be taught today. You know, you, you're speaking a lot right now to how we equip and prepare our families and our kids. You know, I think a lot of people are watching you right now and they're watching some others, but you are one of the most prominent people out there doing what you're doing traveling around the country, speaking the truth, rallying people together. A lot of believers, I feel like right now, they kind of woke up in the middle of nowhere. They're not sure how we got here. They're totally freaked out. Totally. And there's a lot of fear, right? Like, how do you move forward? What is your advice to Christians who are kind of watching right now and they're not sure how to move forward in terms of helping bleed the, the faith into the culture, as you were saying? Where are you going to get your framework for what is true and for what is morally right. You're either going to get it from the media, you're going to pull it out of your own brain, or you're going to turn to the word of God as your plumb line for um, truth, for moral goodness, for uh, uh, the definition of gender and sexuality. Um, and if you go with the Bible and then you begin to live it out truthfully and live not by lies, other people will be attracted to your courage and they will join you. And slowly there will be uh, a groundswell. Um, the, the God's loving army of compassion will begin to speak the truth and love in all spheres of life. I can't speak where you speak, Billy and Dan. You have different spheres of influence than I do, but I can speak to my kids and I can do that more and more faithfully. I can, I can speak to families at public libraries with my books and I've got to do that. Um, and we end up inspiring other people, or rather God inspires them through us. And all of a sudden, something begins to coalesce that resembles a revival. It starts out small, but it grows like that, like the leaven that, that eventually leavens the whole lump. That's a picture of the kingdom of God. That's a picture of that tiny little mustard seed that grows and then fills the whole garden, becoming the biggest tree. And all the birds of the air come to make their, their nests in its branches. This is, sounds to me like a great awakening and it always starts with something small. So do yeah. what you can where you are and uh, don't try to solve the target problem single-handedly because guess what? Target is just one small, tiny fraction of the problem. It's actually just a fruit problem uh, on the tree of secular tyranny. The root that feeds the whole monster is the root of, of pride and selfishness. Mm -hmm. So you've got corporate wokeness, you've got educational wokeness, you've got all sorts of rotten fruit on this tree all around us. But if we want to change the nature of the tree from a bad tree to a good tree, we've got to get down and, and start to nourish the root again of biblical wisdom and living accord, according to God's moral standards everywhere we go. And then God starts to work in us and through us to advance his purposes for which his son died. That's where we wanna be. Pride comes before the fall. I want you to take us through this book because again, this is a kid's book. It's a book for the whole family. What are readers going to encounter in it? 
Well, first thing that you're going to see with Pride uh, Comes Before the Fall is the beautiful illustrations. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. All of these uh, pictures and the stuff that's going on inside is exciting. When we previewed it at the Billy Graham Library and then debuted it at the Seattle Public Library, kids were going nuts for the story because it's all about these animals who live on Freedom Island. And once a year, there's this great Raqqa Rapids race. And they get in these rafts and they, they team up. And there's this one tiger named Valor who is the strongest of all the animals. And he thinks he's the best and he's going to get the best teammate. But he's late for the signups. So everyone's already paired up. And he gets stuck with Kevin the elephant, the rookie, the, the one who's never been in the race before and doesn't know how to paddle a raft. And he's so angry. He's so, he's so prideful that he makes fun of, of Kevin. He mocks Kevin and he ends up ruining his own chances of winning the race. Uh, a couple of weasels come along and they start tipping over the boat and he's screaming at Kevin to get to, to get them away. And they go over the falls. They wreck their boat. They're now in last place, all because of Valor's pride. And Kevin uh, is so kind and, he's, and, and he says, I'm so sorry. He said, here, I've got an idea. And Kevin puts his trunk inside of the water he gets to the back of the boat and he blows the water out of his trunk like a jet engine and the boat zooms ahead and they end up with a spectacular finish with a lesson for Valor uh, that it is more important to win at being humble and kind and putting others first than it is to be proud and full of yourself and win every race. It's a great book, beautifully illustrated, and the back of the book has all of these family activities and contests and games to pull moms and dads together with their kids in family time and reinforce the lessons of humility in the book. So it's awesome. All right. Great conversation with Kirk there. You can check out the whole thing on the CBN News YouTube channel. We had him on our weekly program, Faith versus Culture, Billy and I did. And so you can check out that whole conversation there. And that's going to leave us with time here for one last thing. Yeah, I guess we got to throw it over to 2 Timothy 1, 7. It's a great verse. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I think that's a verse we need to navigate these crazy, you know, yeah. dangerous times that we're living in today. Yeah, absolutely. Where basic truths are not even just challenged, but challenged in a way where you become the hate monger, the bigot, if you dare to speak up otherwise. So absolutely great reminder second timothy and the spirit that god has given us is not one of fear but of power love and self-control so let's go forward and do that lord willing in that creek don't rise we shall be back here tomorrow with more god bless see you then